Uh, hi, Ian. Hi, Joshua. And hi, everybody out there in podcast land. Hello. <laughs> How's it hanging? I, I think you should technically be doing the intro. Okay. Um, hi, this is Cracker <laughs> Classics, weekly podcast in which we take a classic movie, watch it, see if it sucks today. And this week um, is was inspired by Joshua's uh, confusion and uh, having never heard of it, despite yep. claiming to be a classic movie expert because we do this podcast. Hey, I resemble that <laughs> remark. This was to, this is one of those movies I you know I've heard of it. And, but I've never seen it. It's just sort of been around. This week we're watching The Thin Man. I was kind of vaguely aware of it as a concept, but mm. it popped up as one of the sequels popped up as an answer in one of my quizzes. And mm. Didn't know there were sequels, though. That was news uh, to me. Yeah. Apparently it was like the third sequel. <laughs> yeah, I was reading it this morning. There's a lot of sequels. Yeah. Which yeah. makes sense because the... Detectives in this movie are Nick and Nora Charles, which may or may not be a name you're familiar with. Nope. Have you seen Murder by Death? Yes. They're spoofed in that as one of the classic characters, along with Poirot and Ms. Markle. Okay, okay. There's a a legend to them. They're they're well-known enough as characters in the murder mystery world. Fair enough. I say murder mystery. I don't know if there's actual murder. I just know this is a comedy mystery. Oh. Hijinks ensue, as far as I know. Oh, it has to be. 30s, because, yeah. I saw that it's a quadruple Oscar nominee. Mm Mm-hmm. So, if it's a comedy nominated for Oscars, it's got to be old-timey. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) it's true. The Academy is rather shitty about comedies these days. It's funny it's not good. Yeah. Unless it's sideways. It has to be a dry humor, like a dry wine. Yeah, yeah. (sighs) I still drink Merlot. <laughs> I enjoyed Sideways, but if that's the kind of comedy it takes to win Oscars, like... No, thank you. No, thank you. Yeah, we can do better. And we have. We'll see with this movie how... I hope so. How, how we win. It emphasized this is a pre-code comedy yes. mystery, which is the Times. This Boobies! Is 34. Cleavage, apparently, <laughs> according to the illustration of the movie poster. Well, there was cleavage in movie posters during the code times as well. That was allowed. I don't know why, but it was. <sighs> because arbitrary rules are arbitrary. You could show ankle, and you could show <laughs> cleavage, and you could pout your lips. You could kiss. No more than that. For less than, what was it, two seconds? Something like that, yeah. No tongue. Yeah. I kind of need to refamiliarize myself with the Hays Code rules, but I also just don't want to. <laughs> I don't know. No, they were bad. That's enough. Yeah. I don't need to be reminded exactly the specific ways in which they were bad. Because, Somehow it allowed yeah. for good and interesting movies, though, because you had to dance around some of the rules, and that led for... The dancing around is always interesting. Mm-hmm. Yes. You had to get creative, and that <laughs> led to some interesting stuff. The language of noir? Yes. Beautiful. Euphemism. Euphemism. <laughs> See, I don't know what to expect in here. I hope for a you know a fun, lighthearted romp through yeah. the world of mystery. You know, a la Agatha Christie. This is a Dashiell Hammett story, so gotta love Dashiell Hammett. It's gonna be a little noiry, I would think. <laughs> I would hope so. I think it would have to be, but like, it's before they had to work out 
the ways to dance around the code mm-hmm. within the story. So I think it'll be a little more overt. Yeah, and a little less gritty, I think. You know, there's kind of that heavy feel to noir. You know, it's serious and it's foreboding, kind of. I don't think that's going to be in here. I don't know. Maybe not if it's actually played as a comedy, but if it's just like a murder mystery with some humorous aspects, it may also have its gritty side. That's true. Back before movies were pigeonholed by genre, you could get away with more. Didn't have to be just one thing. Back when we had more freedom. Hmm. Well, should we get started? I suppose we could. Alrighty. We will be back for our intermission impressions and Moita? Multi-genre murder. Oh, we're going to kill off multiple genres. Hooray. (laughs) We'll be back. So this is rather delightful. This is kind of awesome. This is a nice fun story. Some humor. A little bit of chaos. But it's not like... A little bit? Chaos. There's a... Quite a bit of chaos. There's a bit going on, but it's all for the plot, and it's just sort of thrown in to give you that sense of insanity that comes with a well. It's a murder definitely succeeding. Yes, <laughs> I like how the Charleses are not wanting to be involved, and yeah. everyone is making them get involved. And on Christmas, no doubt. Oh yeah, although I. Thought I, that kind of confused me because I thought we were after Christmas because I thought that um, the daughter was freaking out because it was Christmas and she hadn't heard from her father yet. And then they found the secretary murdered. I so the timeline's a little confused that, that, in my head. That is a little weird, but I think it was all Christmas Eve. So all of this happened? Jesus. Well, that's you're right. Because they're, yeah, da- no, they're dancing and... It's they meet weird. up, and yeah. he's like, well, I haven't heard from my father, blah, 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 blah. And then it was like the next morning was yeah. the lawyer calling. And yeah. setting up. Yeah, you're right. So maybe right. it was Christmas Eve and Christmas Day? That big party it's was Christmas Day night? Still kind of, maybe. But then uh, they're saying tomorrow's Christmas. And what are you uh, getting, right? Yeah, no, it's, it, the, time, the timeline's all messed up. Yeah, th- um, there's a little screwiness there. As long as you don't think about it, this movie's great. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. I mean, I'm thoroughly entertained one way or the other, even if I couldn't tell the ex-wife from the secretary at first. There's enough um, going on, and again, that <laughs> chaos that's sort of surrounding you, it just sort of bogs down uh, certain parts of your uh, process thinking. Yes. So it doesn't matter if the timeline's not working. You're not going to be able to figure out the case anyways, because there's so much going on. <laughs> Uh, the chaos is probably intentional to keep you from realizing that, no, that none of this really works. That's the vibe I'm getting. <laughs> I, and I don't know if I care that it doesn't work. No, I'm not at all. I'm having a delightful time. Yes. It's a lot of fun. Myrna, Myrna Loy and William Powell are oh, probably the best married couple I've ever amazing. seen in the movies. Oh, my God. We're going to have to watch this entire series. We might have to. Because, yeah. yes, they're delightful. <laughs> Hashtag couple goals. Mm-hmm. They're Aside clearly the... love each other, but they also will trade barbs and know just what to say to each other because <laughs> they know each other that well. Uh, and they both drink so, so much. There's a lot of drinking in here. Everybody drinks so, so much. I mean, yeah, it's the holidays, you know, let loose, but... 
still. <laughs> for them, the day just ended in a Y. <laughs> so for Gilbert, but he's creepy on every level. Yeah, we have to talk about that family. Oh, man. <laughs> First off, we have a divorced father, which was kind of like... Yeah. That wasn't in the movies back in then. Nope. And this is definitely a pre-Hays Code movie because there's divorce. <gasps> yep. Yep. So dad's an inventor who secretly ran off to work on some invention he doesn't want anyone to know about. How convenient. Yep. And then he just never comes back. Yep. His secretary winds up dead, having been stealing from him for years. Yep. As you do. And she was dead holding this chain of metals that is directly related to him. I think he made it. Or yeah. It was at least his. It was something from one of his inventions or something. Yeah. And he, it's like one of those things, you know, you, it's the first thing from your invention, so you keep it as like a, oh, it's like the first dollar for a business and stuff like mm-hmm. that, so. That sentimental thing. Yeah, yeah. And of course, it was introduced to us in the beginning, so of course it was going to come back. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The wife, the divorced wife, is a gold digging. I, I don't like her. No. She's very fake and all about money and won't get it herself. And that's why she has Cesar Romero to go get it for him. But he's not going to do it either. No. Because he's just as big a layabout as she is. Yeah. And <laughs> she divorced her husband because he stepped out with his secretary, but she's like continuing to hound him for more money. And... Well, she only married him for the money. Well, probably, obviously. But it doesn't make Like, I don't quite get why she would marry him for the money and then immediately divorce him because he sleeps with his secretary. Like, well, uh, he became a problem. But if I divorce him, I can get a lot of money in the settlement. Yeah, but it doesn't seem like she did that because she's still bugging him for money and it's just... Because she's that bad with money. She just wants more and more and more. Clearly. She doesn't want to earn it. She just knows how to spend the money. I guess. Yeah. And I guess she didn't remarry well. No. Since she still has to go to her ex for money. Yeah. Well, she didn't remarry for money. She remarried for Cesar Romero because young Cesar Romero Why wouldn't you? Yeah. (laughs) Ah... This is one of those movies where everyone is dressed very nicely and all the nice form-fitting suits and everything. So everyone looks very good. Very good. And it's not just the clothing that makes them look good. No. (laughs) Definitely some people in here, you know, if they're not dressed all nice, they wouldn't look as good. But to each their own. Yep. And then we have Gilberts, who mentions an Oedipus complex. And he totally has one. But it's minor. So he says. <laughs> At least he knows he has one. He's uh, that's, just unwilling yeah. to admit to the severity of it. <laughs> he is a mama's boy. He needs uh-huh. to get out more. Okay, he's book smart, but he's, uh, he's uselessly book smart. He's well read. There's a difference. Fair point. <laughs> I wouldn't call that smart. He knows how to regurgitate facts that he read in a book. Yes. <laughs> and the problem is he thinks that's... Makes the, him smart. That's the end-all be-all for intelligence, yeah. Yeah. Just why he just went up to the cops and was like, can I come with you and look at the body? I think I could tell who killed him just by looking at it because I read this book. Good on the cops for that answer. Oh, that's yeah, great. Yeah. You know what? We'll bring the body to you. <laughs> I I wonder what Gilbert's deal is. He's probably just the creepy brother who has nothing to do with anything. Yeah. But there's been a lot of players introduced. Yeah. 
And so far, there's this assumption uh, that mom and daughter think that the inventor killed the secretary. I don't think he did because I, I, I don't, don't think, he think he's alive. Yeah, I don't know. I think he's been dead for months and the secretary's been skimming off of the money because... Because that's what she does. That's the Well, I mean, that was the arrangement set up with the lawyer was if inventor dad needs money, he goes through the secretary and I think the secretary killed him ah. before he left and... I don't know who killed Secretary, but they're framing the already dead dad guy. Okay, that makes sense. I know it does, but it's not right. (laughs) Things like this never are. It answers the question (laughs) I was going to ask. Yeah. Which was that, you know, they had this arrangement set up with a lawyer, just, oh, contact my secretary, you know, whenever I need money, blah, blah, blah. But then he finds out that those bonds that were supposed to be for his daughter were missing from the safe, and she was the only one that could get in the safe besides him. Yeah. So he figures out that she's been taking money. Yeah. Why keep that arrangement up? Of, oh, just do it all through my secretary. Uh, but you kind of answered big, that that's question. That's a big part of why I think he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're right. Um, yeah. That's also why, oh, she's gotten money for him several times since he went away. Mm-hmm. And she wouldn't do that if she didn't feel safe in doing so. So that's why I think she killed him. But then the mafia guy shows up again. That's the wrench in the whole thing yeah. that I can't quite figure out how to... Like, where that fits. He had a thing with the secretary, but then I guess not. And then he called uh, our detective and then got silenced. Someone was there someone and was hung there up the phone. Someone was there and hung up the phone for him. So and then I don't he know. shows up the middle of the night, Christmas Eve yeah, night. I, is it? I'm so confused on the timeline. Anyway. That's a big issue for me. There's a lot of people working on Christmas. <laughs> I mean, I get it, cops. There was a murder. Yeah. You're going to have to work. But there's just a lot of people going to this Christmas party on business. Yeah. I need to talk to you about that. Oh, and the reporters? Like, yeah, it's very chaotic. Hijinks. Delightful hijinks. There's hijinks ensuing. And it's a lot of fun. You just... Can't stop to think about it because it gets confusing as hell. <laughs> There's been a lot of threads introduced, yes. But it's all like weaving something and I don't know what yet. It's but a Christmas stocking. I'm enjoying it. Plus that we have a dog. Oh, I it's love It's a great Asta. dog. Yeah. Very expressive. Mm-hmm. Very well trained. Very chicken shit. Very well trained at not <laughs> being well trained. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> so far there's not really anything I have a, a problem with in this story aside from the timeline that since we talked the that out I'm like okay issue. that's a little screwy um, but then there's been nothing problematic I mean it's well aside from the fact that Cesar Romero's playing a gangster I mean is he playing one, a gangster? yeah well some sort of he's he, he's doing something that's not on the up and up well, yeah, Very he's clearly. up to something. He's a criminal. Yeah, like, right. I wouldn't say gangster, but he's a criminal. So our only non-white character is a criminal. Uh, I'm still going to hold off on that assumption. I mean, clearly someone in that family has to do something. Well, yeah, but he said, uh, I'm, I'm out making money. Okay, give it to me. Well, I don't have it yet. Mm. It's I, very suspicious. 
but perhaps I'm the one being lulled into stereotypes oh. here. Perhaps they're using the stereotypes against me to... Red herring. Yeah, Red herring. yeah, exactly. Maybe I'm the racist. All will be <gasps> revealed at the end of this movie. <laughs> Maybe. Well, I'm sure they're going to tie it up in a nice, neat bow. Whether or not Mostly. the bow is attached to what came before it, I cannot say. Uh, maybe. Yeah, there's definitely a, a lot, and I don't know. <laughs> I can't venture, I no. guess. There's a little too much chaos to but properly formulate a theory. Chaos. Oh, it's delightful. I'm very confused. Yep. But. I'm perfectly fine with it. So is the detective. <laughs> and now they're going to think he did it. Yep. there was a gun in his drawer that the daughter brought over. Said she got it a pawn shop, but we don't know. She came in to say, hey, I killed him because I think my dad killed him, killed her. So I'm going to say that I yeah. killed her so that I can protect daddy. Yep. We will see. I'm pretty sure she didn't. Oh, yeah. Um, She's not high well, on my yeah, list. No, of... she, I mean, that would be a brilliant tactic to play it off as I clearly have no idea what I'm talking about, about how the murder happened. So it can't possibly be me. Well, it would that? be brilliant, but I don't think she's. But why would she have done it? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Um, there's no motive. Why ruin her young, uh, unless, blossoming life? Unless she knew that the secretary killed her daddy. Uh, that's could motive. Be that. That's yeah, yeah. Maybe that's your theory. Yeah. Okay. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's a possibility. One of many. <laughs> so I really don't know. So many. Uh, let's go find out which one gets shoehorned into an ending. Hmm. Who actually did it? And who is the thin man? And who did what? What happened? So lost. And what did we get for Christmas? Because <laughs> Myrna Loy was asking. Yes, it's very important. Need to know. Yes, we will be back for our curtain call and the conclusion of our mystery. Hopefully. The end of this movie's shenanigans and the beginning of oh so many more. Something will be explained, but with more <laughs> questions added to it. Yeah. Well, don't trust your lawyer. Nope. This is a movie that makes a case for not having a lawyer. So he might just <laughs> kill you. Only if there's money involved. Uh, well, fair enough, but don't you have to have money to have a lawyer? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, Public defenders are not good lawyers. Uh, that's not true. They're just overworked and underfunded. Uh, well, fair enough. But, they, you know, they have to exist in the scammy world. You know. And if the world because wasn't other so scammy, we wouldn't have this great murder mystery. Only if other people have lawyers do we need lawyers. Like, anyway. Yeah, it sort of went the way you figured it it was gonna go only instead of julia doing the killing it was the lawyer doing the killing yeah so he killed the inventor and then posed as him sending the telegrams yeah, yeah. and the letters and wiring for the money i was right about that part mm -hmm. and then it was because of the gangster guy that he was like no i gotta kill julia someone else is in on this i can't i've gotta <laughs> he had to start cutting off the loose ends you know yeah, As you do. Once you start cutting, once you start with one, it all starts to unravel. Yeah, and you cut one loose thread, another one shows up. And... Yep. Oh, yeah. 
I think a good lawyer would know that. I, that's exactly how you lawyer. Like, you find the loose thread and you pull at it. Mm. And then there's more loose threads and it all starts to fall apart. That's that's good lawyering, so must not have been a good lawyer. Probably wasn't a good lawyer. Because what good lawyer would just let his client disappear without doing more work in that? How do, how can I contact him? Don't worry about it. I'm going to... Well, that it worked out perfectly for his purposes. Yeah. Like, that's that's exactly why he let it happen. It makes him a good murderer. It doesn't make him a good lawyer. <laughs> now, what does it take to be a good murderer? Getting away Not with it? Not getting caught. Is that well, the thing? Well, first things first, the person you're murdering has to die. Yeah, I think that was rule number one <laughs> of being a good murderer, is you have to actually have murdered someone. Yes. Yeah. And number two is not get caught. I suppose if you want to be a... Repeat murderer. You don't necessarily need to be a repeat murderer. You just... I guess I'm just lost in the how getting caught has anything to do with being a, a good or bad murderer. Well, because a bad murderer doesn't finish the job, they don't die, and they get caught. That's bad. A mediocre murderer succeeds in the in the murdering, but gets but caught. gets caught. Okay. And a good murderer does the murder and gets off scot free. <sighs> okay, if you say so. Um... I don't know why, but all of a sudden in my brain, I'm like, eh, murderer. <laughs> Good, bad. I don't think it matters. It's murderer. It also depends on the reasons you're murdering. Are you murdering for to steal money, or are you murdering to protect someone you love? <sighs> reasons to murder someone. Oh, is such a, that, that's a hairy can of worms there. <laughs> I'm, are you murdering to protect yourself? I mean... <sighs> Like self-defense is a is a valid uh, defense against murder. We like, don't really go into morals and ethics in this movie. Oh God, no! This is that just, would take all the fun out this of it. Is terrible people, <laughs> and people died because of it. And there was money and death. And an embarrassed dog. Oh, that dog! I love that dog. Uh, yeah, it's a great dog. This was a fun movie. It was a lot of fun. We mm-hmm. need to watch more of these. Yes, definitely. There really wasn't problems that I had. It was just a nice, interesting story about... Murder. Yeah. And drinking. And convincing me how I don't want to have that lifestyle or that much money. Because then I'm more apt to get murdered. Well, I think that's part of the appeal. <sighs> you want to be the envy of others. That's why you... Do what's necessary to amass that kind of money. But you've surrounded yourself with these really ridiculous, stupid, and awful people, mainly because they want your money. Yeah. Be they good or bad. I don't know. I guess I just want better company. I want better company, too, but I also want the money to be able to enjoy the people around me. Yes, there's that. Like, it's all all a goddamn catch-22. I'm kind of done with it. Oh, capitalism. Oh, you... Yeah. Your money. We bitch about it, but if we didn't have such things, we wouldn't have great movies like this. That's true. Because it's such a catalyst for... Most of these movies are made by terrible people just looking to scam money off the masses by giving them some tiny bright light in their bleak and awful lives. Especially in the 30s when this movie came out. Everyone's in the Depression. There is no air conditioning except in movie theaters. If you can scrape together a nickel, you get to get, spend two hours in the air conditioning in a movie theater. It's not what I was thinking about. I was just thinking about the stories. 
not the reason why we have movies. <laughs> oh, sorry, it's just what is always on my mind. Yeah, I, I see that. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did. Yeah, like I love these movies, but understanding the dynamics that caused these movies to come into being is yeah a curse a story more than a blessing <laughs> you know, we've had struggles with with money and the, the murdering people over money for since we've had money so that's a tried and true since tale we've had anything since we've had some semblance of self awareness since we ate of the tree of knowledge of good and evil mm. okay adam Oh, it's very much the, oh, you got something good? I want something good. I can murder you to get it. Covet. Coveting. Coveting. God blessed you? Well, I want God's blessing, so I'll kill you and I take have, it. I have a different God's blessing. It's a better God. <laughs> My God can beat up your God. Yep. I'll prove it. <laughs> yes. My God has more money than you do. <laughs> That would be Joel Osteen's God. Ugh. I think Joel Osteen's God is Joel Osteen. Well, he's got more money than my God, that's for sure. Well, yes. <laughs> oh, Lord. God doesn't enter into the story. <laughs> There's nothing religious here at all. Except Christmas. But it's a but capitalist it's so, Christmas. Yes, it's very non-denominational. It's just... <laughs> We are here to get trashed on someone and else's dime who invited us. And hand out presents. So that's the spirit of Christmas. And pop their balloons that are on the tree for some reason. That was his gift. She she gave him some sort of... No, I'm talking about none. before, not when he was popping the other Oh, the, the drunk but guests. But the, the drunk guests that were popping the balloons on the tree because gotcha. they're dicks. And... Well, that's what happens when you're drunk. And that's the kind of people you get surrounded with when you're rich. Why it never appealed to me. I was a little confused at that because, you know, Myrna Loy was saying, oh, I love your friends. There were a few They're people that said, I love your friends. And people. then they got drunk. All their friends And then it were got all weird. Garbage. Ugh. Yeah. Well, I was, you know, they were delightful, but their friends were trash. Yeah. Um, Which contradicts that old phrase of you are the company you keep. Uh, <laughs> There's those weird yeah. people out there that'll judge you by the friends that you have. But they were delightful people who just happened to be surrounded by not so delightful people. Yeah. So what does that mean? I don't know. My experience of people that judge you by the friends you have really need to take a look at the friends that they have. Because they or, don't usually have that many friends. It's not that they don't have that many friends. It's they have the same problem they're projecting onto you. Well, They yes. have friends who aren't really friends, who are kind of shitty, and so they assume that everyone else surrounds themselves with shitty people, and but they don't like the kind of shitty that your friends are. They want the kind of shitty that their friends are, and God, we're getting a little too existential for a silly little murder mystery. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is a Dashiell Hammett story, so there's, there's a sprinkling of... <laughs> Existentialism? Well, yes. There's some reality that that it's hitting, but you know it's still far enough out there to take us out. But it's still there. Uh, you know, I believe that this would have happened in the 30s. Yes. Some weird inventor got murdered. 
because of crazy people around him. Yep. I believe it. Or maybe I've just seen too many movies. I don't know. Six and one half dozen of the other. Mm-hmm. Generally, the best uh, murdery, mystery e stories have that bit of reality to them. The, oh, I could see this happening. Well, the best of any stories have a basis in humanity, which is why True. The Expendables 4 was terrible. <laughs> um, you say that like the first three were good. The first one was entertaining, and I mean, they're all entertaining, don't get me wrong, but they're empty calories. They're junk food of movies. This is at least, there's at least a little nutritional value to this movie. That's true, yeah. It's not pure junk food, but... There is still a saccharine sweetness to it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's not quite real, but it's it's real enough. There's a little something There's still a convincingness to it. Yeah. It's not like, you know, House on Haunted Hill... It's not just empty calories. Yeah. It's just mostly empty calories. <laughs> <laughs> like most movies. Yes. So many of them are... Well, Lawrence wasn't. Well, no, um, there's I was very definitely movies that can give you a fantastic insight into life and make you question and learn. Others, if you never saw them, it wouldn't do a damn thing to your life. Yeah. And there's those other movies that make some people crazy and others are totally fine with it. Yeah. We need a new taxi driver at some point, by the way. Oh, we do. Yeah. Yes, we do. Unless Maybe we next w- week? Unless we want to wait for Hinkley to be dead. We can do that next week. Okay. Well, tune in next week to see if we actually do taxi driver. <laughs> in the meantime, check out our website, crackerclassics.com. If you want to try to influence our movie-making decisions, support us on Patreon. We make movies? Our, our movie watching decisions ah, that's the gotcha. all right whatever um yeah you want us to be rich enough so that we can get a lawyer that wants us murdered and have crazy parties with stupid friends of which you might get to be one because yeah. you helped make us rich we get enough patrons and enough money we'll have our own christmas party and you're all invited <laughs> as long as you've been a patron long enough for us to care um <sighs> ouch well, you don't get to become a patron in November and get invited to the party in December. Fair That's enough. just no. You need to be but there. come along and we we'll solve a murder together. Yes, yeah. we will help you solve a murder. We don't care how long you've been a patron for that because that's just good fun. Yes, uh, even if we're not good at it, we'll, it'll still be fun. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye bye.